0: Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following she'er. I want to learn the Gemara. I want to learn the Gemara Lamed Gimel Lamed Beis about Rav Shem Bar I'd like to try to study this Gemara with the Hebra. I want to learn it fresh. I don't want to try to say it you don't learn it last year, you learn it fresh this year. I'd like to try to start some of the Gemara. I don't know if we'll conclude this Gemara today, but let's start learning the Gemara about this specific Gemara that speaks about Roshim Bar-Yehchei and his story. It says that Rebuhuda Yehuda was called the Raish Hamidab Rambucho Makim. He was the Reish HaMedabrim, he was the first speaker. In English, I think we call it a spokesperson for the Jewish nation. Reb Yehudu was known as the spokesperson for the Jewish nation. And the Gemara asks, Amai Reish HaMedabrim makam? Why was he called the Reish HaMedabrim, the first speaker b'chol makam? It's interesting, there's a certain Siat HaDashmai and Klal Yisrael has had voices of our nation. In my lifetime, I could—I'm going to say two people. I don't mean public speakers. That's Gishmak, That's a Parnassah, That's—I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about voices that the K'dayim have seemed to have trusted to speak on behalf of Chal Yisrael. It's a very specific thing, a very specific zchus. In my lifetime, the Novominsk Rebbe. The rebbe seemed to have been the accepted spokesperson for Klaysfeld. Thank you. Was the accepted spokesperson for Klaysfeld the Novominsk Rebbe, and it seemed to me he spoke on behalf of the Gedolim. I can't prove that. I didn't go around to ask the Gedolim, but it looks to me, if we had somebody who was called the Reish Medabram B'Chol his word was the accepted word on behalf of. It's a big z'chus. He seems to have spoke for Klal Yisro. Somebody give me another name in the last 50 years. I have another name. I should have done the other order because the other name is going to be harder for guys here to know. It's interesting, Rav Shach. Rav Shach was the Manig Hadur. Rav Shach was the Manig Hadar. I, I, I can't say that I... Expe- you might be right... He was the Manig, unquestionably. Like to me, he ran the generation. I can't say I heard him as the speaker for Klal so The Reish M'davim, I didn't experience that, though you might be right. So I wasn't at rallies in Eretz Yisrael. I didn't experience him as Reish M'davim. I don't know if I would call him that. I don't know. But for sure, the Manig and his word mattered. The Neiviminsker, like when there was an issue in Klal you waited for the Neiviminsker to speak up. Any big event in America, he, he had the word, and it seemed that the G'dayilam put him up to speak. Everything I saw, really. yeah. I was saying America, it's funny, Rev Shach, the stipler was for sure, Ramanig, the stipler was a big Rebbe in Kleisel. The other one I'm thinking of is Reb Schwab. Is that fair? They wouldn't, they would, the guys here wouldn't know it as much because I think it was before their times. I saw Rev Schwab like that that his word at any gathering of the Gedalim, they seem to put him up. That's how I sort of schwab. It's a very interesting zchus. We're a very, our, our, our people, are, we're a very smart nation. We're a very smart nation, Klaus Yisrael. I think we choose leaders very wisely, Gedalim very wisely. And I think this shtel of Reisha of the ones who represent us, that's a big zchus. Like Chaladam Zaychet, to speak, and to get the sense that the G'dayli Adar trusted, those are two people in my lifetime. I'm not disagreeing with Reb Shach. I'm not disagreeing that it could be. I didn't experience it in Eretz Yisrael. But Reb Shwab seemed to be... There's a, there's a madrig of of Nishman. This person' words I listen to. The Gemara calls Reb Yehuda the Reish Hamidabra B'Chol Makam. He's the spokesperson of Klai The first speaker, he gets up. I would call Reb Schwab, I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm only saying this. Everything there's an exactness to things. Not to take things light and just. I don't know. he's speaking, The Naiviminska. There's something there. There's stuff when Klai picks Manhigim. There's something there. There's worthy of study. I'm interest that the Gemara asks, why is Reb Yehuda heard the and the Gemara is even curious. I don't know. He always spoke. He's a good orator. The Gemara asks, "What's the story?" He became Rish and There's got to be a story here. And the Gemara asks, "The story?" I think there's what to notice. To me, the Novominska was Ray Hashadaber B'Chol I think there's what to notice. I think Reb Shlomo. I almost should have tried with Ray Brownstein. I would have asked. I didn't see that. Yeah, I should have done it. He, I, I think he heard already. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, is that fair to say that in our lives the Noviminska and the Schwab the Gdolim had them they were like the spokesperson on behalf of Schwab. <laughs> but Noviminska you saw that. At the event of Guduliadar, he was a great speaker and, and expressed things and with passion. Okay. I'm not sure why I went there. I'm interested in the Gemara that things are that things matter, and the Gemara asks why is Reb Yehuda called the Reish Hashamedabrim Luchol Makkim, the first speaker L'chol Daver B'chol Makkim. So the Gemara says the following story: the Yassviv Yehuda, Reb Yisir, Reb Shimon, Reb Yehuda, Rab Yisir, Shimon was, was sitting, was sitting, the Yassviv Yudben Garem Gabbai, was sitting by them. I like exactness. Tyrus speaks exact. Whatever you talk, it's very important to speak precisely. Speech, we spoke about Rev. Hutner's Hakbada about exact speech. When people say things like unexact, there's a Gullus to that, there's a Hester to that. You know what a guy says, I know it, I just can't explain it? Uh-huh. mm If you can't explain it, so then, Kifi, what you can't say, means you don't know. And it's so interesting, the diktok of the Gemara, the exactness of the Gemara, it says three people were sitting and, and, and the fourth one was sitting by them. Imagine we have a scene, four of us are sitting, so four of us are sitting there. The says three were sitting and one was by them. What is that, what is that depicting, Elio? I'll read the words that, again. It says, mm-hmm. The Yasvi of Yehudah v'Reb of Shimon. Were sitting. Yudben And Yudben was sitting by them. What's the depiction? I'm I'm a very visual learning. How did you picture that? Four people were sitting. Why would it say three were sitting and one was sitting by them? What's the picture the Gemara is depicting? Eliyahu? It almost sounds like
1: they're like the three main characters in Islam.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that he wasn't as big. It's possible, by the way, they all four sat. I don't know if you have to picture like they were sitting on one side of the table on the other side of the table. The point is he wasn't as... Big. It would be inappropriate, the, the exactness of the Gemara, to say Rav and, and, and Joe were sitting together. Rav was sitting and Joe was by him. There's, there's a derech heretz. Rav Mishan and Joe were sitting in You don't say it that way. Rav was sitting and Joe was there. Just said it is an exactness. These were three Tanaim, three great Tanaim. I'm sure this name's Rebuda Ben Gerim is mentioned in the Gemara. Yehuda Ben Gerim, but it says he was sitting by them. I think the point is that he wasn't the stature they were. Fair yo yo. So, I'm sorry. So what's the depiction that they were more kavu? Whether it says these three were sitting and he's sitting by them. I think the picture that he wasn't madrigasim. It was a lower madriga. Why speak that way? Because there's a precision to that. The form was sitting to zamenets. It's not how you talk. It's not. But it's not just not how you talk. It's not just not a night. It's depicting the scene. Ramesha was there and he was by Ramesha. That a fair? So says the Gemara. Pasach Reb Yehuda Amar. started the conversation, and Reb Yehuda said, How How nice are the actions of this nation? Look at the actions. It's interesting. He doesn't say. He doesn't say their intentions. Their kavanas." says the Maisum the Maisim of the Romans is so nice. Kamenam Shvakim they make marketplaces. As impressive umma they make marketplaces. Titnu Gisharim they make bridges. Titnu Merzis they make places to wash, to bathe. Kamen Masem, what of Gavalde geveld! What a beautiful world. He admired the world that they make. I don't like Bithel. I don't like Eureda Gemara. The world's a beautiful place. We had a we had this morning there was a trainer or a teaching guys had a run. So somebody saw it and said, ah, scam. Like what? it's not true. There's big art. Elio was telling me that he last year took lessons from the, the running. There's ways to do this. A beautiful world. And there's all something you don't understand. Don't be fatal. And he teaches wonderful tricks. Elio described that he taught him how to land on his feet and it helped his breathing, which helped him run further. He, he had a whole like chap in running, which helped him run much further. There's chachma out there and there's a way to do things. I, I respect the guy who like takes tennis lessons. There's a way to do things. And there's chachma, there's tremendous chachma and each thing has reasons and things that it's about. And it's interesting, Rabbi Yehuda gets up and he says, I'm impressed by the maisem. He's not the mevato, eh? He's, I'm impressed by the maisim. Teknu shvatim. They make such nice marketplaces. Beautiful. You see the marketplaces, the commerce that exists? Wow. Teknu You watch a bridge, the chachma inherent, and in building a bridge. Now we have capacity to get to places before we couldn't reach. The bathhouses, the... So, wow. And he expressed amazement at the buildings, of the Ro- the buildings, the accomplishments of the Romans. Rabbi Yehissi Shasak. Rabbi Yehissi heard this and was quiet. We're not taught, was he quiet because he was masking? Was he quiet because he didn't want to argue? Rabbi Yaisi Shasak. Rabbi Yaisi was quiet to this statement. Rabbi Yehissi responds. He doesn't take it sitting down. Ushimbra Yechai responds back to Rabbi Yehud Omar, Amar, They did it for their own needs. Tiknu Shuken. you know why they made marketplaces? Laisha ben zainus. You know they didn't make marketplaces so we could eat. They did it for Merkzai's bathhouses La ben for idun for pleasures. Gisharim bridges, litol me meches to take taxes. Now I have a kasher, say. Rabbi Yehuda was nishtaimimim from the actions of the Romans. And Roshim ben Yechai said they didn't do it with I ask you if somebody, if somebody gives you something, if a waiter serves you, you're in a restaurant and a waiter serves you, do, do you owa karasa toiv tem yo yo? Do you owe gratitude? Thousand percent. Thousand percent. He served you a meal. Did he do it altruistically or he did it to make some money? Money. So do you say, if anybody would say, well, look at this waiter. He did such a nice job. He served me. David, a waiter serves you. You owe gratitude?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: hundred percent. Do you ever say he just did it for himself? He did me service. My job is gratitude. If you, ever, if you start like saying, well, his only motive, he gave you good. You owe gratitude. Isn't that how it works? The Rishash says, when the Kahanim bench us, coming Shavuos, we're going to get benched by the Koyhanim. So what's minute clause? So you say, Asha You bench them. Why? You have gratitude. Imagine somebody saying, he just did it because he was Mokoyev. They're machoyiv to bench us. The Rashash brings this raya. That you owe gratitude. Lemaisi did it to you. He did me a taiva. He did me a taiva, and I got good. My job is to be gratitude for the goodness he gave me. Do you start saying they did it for themselves? So what do you have Shunbar mean? Reb Yehuda says, Wow, they did such nice things. She says, They only did it for themselves. Asvos. Was Rabbi Yehuda saying they did it l'shem shemayim? They did it completely altruistically? What's Hashem ben Yechai's tying the back? They only did it for themselves. What do you say this discussion is, Naftali? What's this back and forth? Rabbi Yehuda says, Kamen their actions are wonderful. And Shem ben Yechai responds that they only did it for themselves. So? And we don't have gratitude, but myself before it. But they only did it for themselves. Reb Yehuda seemed to be right. There's a Chayvah Salvavus who speaks out that when you get our from people, the Chayvah Salvavus, I have to show inside. He talks about what we do with the Machshavis, the different Machshavis of people, where that comes in. If I'm not mistaken, I have to see it inside. Our is to say, he gave me good. I have gratitude. What do you say Lee? you? What's your shiver and your chai is tying the back? Is that how it works? And gratitude? I grew up, my father was always like waiters, tremendously appreciative of the waiters. So get cynical. And he's only, you're not doing it because he wants to help you. I would tell my father, what do you mean? He served us. My job's not to like get into his brain. His only I don't know people's motives. He gave me good. That's my job. What do you say to this doobie? Let's let's understand. We're learning a Gemara. Let's. I want to learn with you, Daniel. I want to learn with you. What's happening? Teach me. I'm open. Yosef, what do you think? What's Pshat Aryeh? What's this discussion? Mm-hmm. Rabbi Yehuda's neshtoimim kamen na maseim, mm-hmm. and Rishon by Yechai says back they did it with Tsarich Atsman. huh? You so Aryeh says they Rishon. Rishon and Yechai had an incentive. He didn't want to see good in Rishon. They were Rishon. So if it's somebody does you good, now I want to, on the derich of Aryeh, I want to ask another question. Yechai says, let's read carefully his words. And Luchaira and might point to what Aryeh said. Reb Yehuda praises the Romans. He says, look, they made marketplaces, they made bridges, they made bathhouses. Gishmak. Gishmak. They did it for themselves. And watch this, Yo-Yo. Did it for themselves. Tick new marketplaces. What should he have said? For their own shopping. He should have said, because they like your filter fish. They didn't do it, so I should have your filter fish. They made a shop because they like your filter fish. <laughs> they just made marketplaces selfishly. They don't do it so we have good stuff. They like good stuff. It's not what he said. He said they did it to have Zainus there. Zainus. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why do you need that? The point is, selfishly, they made marketplaces because they like good food. So, of course, you make marketplaces, you like good food. Now you could tainer, us why don't they just take good food? But of course, it's gishmak to have marketplaces they could visit. It's much more tempting to have a... You could make a restaurant, unless you'd say klape them, it's not a restaurant. If I asked, if Reb Yudas said he made a restaurant, look how giving he said, he just made a restaurant because he wants to eat in his restaurant, he doesn't need a restaurant. Why did he, why did he say, this is a better one, bridges, this, this brings it home more even. Bridges... They did it for themselves. Why? What should he have said? Bridges? He should have said because they want to get to the other side. They're not doing it for me. Bridges because they wanted to always be able to cross from New York to New Jersey. That's not what he says. He says they made bridges because they want to collect taxes. Luchari doesn't mean a tax that's legal. That's just to pay for the bridge. You don't make to t- t- taxes. They want to illicitly have ways to rob my money. Why did he say that? Why didn't he say if he's trying to if he's trying to? who Yehuda's impress? They make bridges. Wow. So say they make bridges. Selfish because they just want. It's not. Don't be so impressed. It's funny. He started. They did it with Tsairichatzman. So you should say with Atzman is they make bridges because they're selfishly want to want to go over. Somebody says so they just want to take our money. Even when he says bathhouses, he should say because they want to wash. He says la adin is he talking about is to wash, to wash up, to get clean because they want to be clean. This word then sounds like some luxury, some extras, something unusual, something made, perhaps even pizza stick What does he need that? Bathhouses—they did it, so they should wash. They didn't do it for me. What Reb Shimon Yehuda—I don't think—is saying they weren't lishma. I don't think that's Shah. I'm not trying to force it. If that's what he's saying, I'm trying to learn what you, Yosef. It doesn't look to me that he's just saying they weren't Lashma, even though he started that way. He says they did it with tzarech atzmon, but then he's then he's on it. He, you know, he says at first, whatever they did, they did selfishly. Okay, I get it. So they have stores, commerce, selfishly, because they just want they just want to buy and sell stuff. They have bridges because they just want to cross. They're not trying to help somebody else. They have bathhouses because they want to wash up. Wouldn't that be the thing to say, Rabbi Kima? That's not what he says. Each thing, he turns it, at least by the first one, Clary turns it into Isurim. He says they want Znos, they want Zainus. On the second one, on the second one, he says, bridges to take meches. Now, it could be legal meches. Taxes could be legal amounts, but you don't make a bridge just to pay for the bridge, a normal tax. Obviously, he's saying that they want to steal extra money that they shouldn't be getting. So he, he turned all that they did They did for evil intention Now I admit the one on bathhouse He says Idun I'm assuming he means illicit things Because simple bathhouses simple bathhouse To wash up So he said Idun He means illicit stuff They wanted to do bad things L'chayr, What's happening here in Aftali Is a Shem Ben Yechai is saying You don't have If somebody's trying A, a Bachar asked me Yeshiva he asked me that his principal threw him out of his yeshiva, and because of that, he ended up in Waterbury. He asked me, do I owe him gratitude? Do I have to call him up and thank him? Should I feel gratitude? He gave, did a good zahf with me. So I said, do you think he was intending for your goodness when he threw you out? If he was caring about your goodness, so you said, oh, gratitude, he cared about you. What do you feel it was me desreus? If was me this race but it punked, it through his bad me, this out. Do we owe gratitude to Haman? Haman tried to make Xerav clear, cause are we high of gratitude to Haman? Of course not. He's a Rasha. We don't have gr- gratitude to Haman? An evil person. I, David, I have walked the street and a guy will scream out like, you stinking Jew. And I, I try, a, a guy says that to me, so I try to have more pride in being a Yid. I see Hashem's telling Hashem because Hashem. saying, if a guy curses, Hashem wanted me to hear that. So you have to try to be more careful. I, he's saying, thank you for reminding me. Do I owe him gratitude? The person, I don't owe any gratitude. Why not? I he helped me, because he wasn't intending. Now, if I get goodness, I don't care if you're intending parav. I don't care if your motive was shaloi but if you were trying to hurt me, I don't know gratitude. That's 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 what I think. What? Mitzriim. So it's interesting. The Torah says the tira, he's asking that it says like society side Donate a mitzvah because you oh, live by him. Oh. The answer is the hosting. Use that. I don't subscribe reasons they were hosting me. I don't care what their motive is. But, 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 that was, but then they wanted to... Well, yeah, they did, but there was a tkufa one, that they hosted me. They hosted me. When somebody is good to me, I don't say it wasn't l'shma. The The guy, Baris, serves us. I think somebody's silly not to have gratitude. Don't analyze, well, he's only serving because he needs... I don't, I don't know, first, I don't know. People are deep, they have many motives. Part of him wants to give. We all have different parts, different aspects. It's not why you to done, why your guy gives to me. But if somebody's trying to hurt me, and Hashem Chashva so then there's no gratitude. It's, it's interesting. Yese Vat says to the brothers, the brothers... I worried Yosef is going to be mad at them. So he said, Hashem wanted this no. Was Yosef HaTzadik have gratitude to his brothers for selling him? No. Oh, I'm so great. I don't think there's a curse at time. You try to hurt me. The Torah says that I won't be upset at you. I know Hashem runs the world. I have gratitude. Somebody's intending bad. There's no gratitude. It looks like your is saying here they're bad, they're bad motives. Hmm. What? I can't err. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, there, there was kinnah whatever, there was sun there was something there. That Khazal mm-hmm. teaches us that was a there was an akud of that. But the kids is if your intention is ra, so then is not telling is that true that yeah well we it sounds like the is like the same in a second it I can look it because I know.
1: So you could go
0: with saying that it was per cause. I'm just saying nice mice that they did. She not saying no it
1: wasn't. The mice was
0: just less than. Wow. That's fascinating what Raftali's saying. What are you saying? Naftali said and it it, it he's saying deeper than what mm-hmm. I'm saying. See, I'm saying if their intentions were bad, so then there's no gratitude. Mm-hmm. Naftali said like this: If you make me a bridge, and you were trying to make a bridge, what will you do with building bridges? So then I owe you gratitude. You're building bridges. Let's say you were building a place to steal our money. That's what you were making. A bridge was the Hechatimsa to make that. Then I can't be makatay that you build bridges. You were building a place. You had a place. Let's get people there. If you have a chap to get people there so we could steal their money, so they built bridges. You weren't building bridges, you were building a place. But that's what Aftali said. Naftali said that the machshava defines what they were trying to make. If they made marketplaces and they were thinking about commerce, the territory has to be lishmatic. Even your shalai lishmah, you made a place of commerce, thank you. Sedrif Sherbayah, you don't understand. They were making a place of snus. That's what they were building. That's what they were intending to build. A hap to make a place was is You have to have people selling. a hap to do it. <laughs> I once had a miser. I once had a miser. A bachar in yeshiva was hanging out with an old... He was visiting an old... A, non, a guy. i I'm very, Goyim, you have to respect, so Mishnah, I'm not into anything. The Mishnah says a Goyim, Chaviv and Adam, Goyim are precious. Be nice, they're precious. Selim Elohim. This guy was visiting an old Goyish lady in the community, and I felt something bad, and it wasn't long between he was hanging with her granddaughter. Do you say he was, pushing? It's not think he's visiting an old person. He wasn't visiting an old person. He was looking for an excuse. He was looking for he was looking for FKs. He was going there for F-K-R-S. Says Naftali, there, they weren't building bridges. If they're building bridges, They want bridges to cross your yeah, Isaac and bridges. If it's a Hakimsa for something bad, that's what they're doing. They're not building bridges, they're building a place to steal. That's Naftali says the Aymek is the depth of what's happening. What do you say, Arietu? It's funny he starts out the words naftali, but he says, But he means for other tzirachim. Let's say that atzman was taka bridge. Oh, like Litsarich Atzman means there was something about it. It doesn't mean selfishly. Litzarech Atzman means the bridge itself was it might be what he it means. It's interesting. Reb Yehuda said they built bridges and we get from it. Reb Yechai wasn't just saying this is for sure. We can debate and I like Naftali's Lambdas. He doesn't just say they didn't do it altruistically. That's not... And he doesn't... If you follow the Gemara, it's not what Hashem ben Yechai said. He didn't... And he doesn't need to elaborate so much. He did it selfishly. Stop. You don't need to explain to me. Somebody says, Oh my goodness, the guy serves such good wood, he did it for himself. You don't need to explain selfish. Selfish? Because they make money. I don't know. They, it, was a good, it was good for them. He doesn't need to be Why, What? How it's selfish. They made bridges. He did it selfishly. Let me explain to take taxes. What do he have to give me the Hezber? Uh-huh. Selfishly. According to this, they weren't trying to build bridges for people. There was, a, there, was a, there, was a, there was a negative connotation in what they did. I like how you're explaining, Naftali. If the negative connotations, see, weren't, they weren't thinking about bridges. They were thinking about taking our money. So There's a little gratitude. Look at the common norm and from here you see if it's not you are not a to would that be a mistake? I think it would night? be a mistake see could you draw from here that if somebody's not L'shem Shemayim there's no Akar Satayv. He's wrong I would draw that you see there is Akar Satoib from here because because he had to speak out the ill will <laughs> without ill will there would have been Akar Satoib <laughs> I'm not trying to force I'm trying to learn Torah if is <laughs> is site is coming perhaps tomorrow, certainly the day that we celebrate Sherba Yechai. I don't know, Rabbi Say. This is very important. So I all of us, the It bothers me to no end. I could tell you with my kids, in Yeshiva it bothers me to no end if a Bakr doesn't throw away his plate after lunch. It bothers me. It bothers me. To me, if I was looking for a shirk, i 'd want to pick out the guy who takes his plate after lunch I, be, I I, I can pick out here. I would pick out guys I guarantee usually when they you know why like, there 's a certain gratitude to the worker he 's cleaning up you say once he 's cleaning up it 's harder every extra plate things fall out when he buses I think there 's a gratitude there 's a certain don't tell me you, you have gratitude to the guy serving and, and, and you're not helping. If you, the gratitude should mean let me assist a little bit. Let me, if I see the worker working, a, a healthy guy helps out a little bit. You, you get the other side, you, you, you assist him. You have real gratitude. So is says, what would you say? If I said we should have gratitude to Alan where anybody helps in the kitchen, say back to me, Kayla, she just does it because he needs a paycheck. I don't. Good, so who I don't assist. Um, by the way, even those motives, people are complex. Maybe as an aspect of lishma, I don't even know if Sherburne Yechai would say that. You don't know why isn't. By the way, even in the Romans, I, I'm asking a question. and this is where I want to get to. What Aryeh said. What's happening here? Reb Yechai says they didn't. Do, they do it for themselves. Why can't it be a guy did it? Lishem shemaim. Maybe people have they have a spark. They have a tzelum elohim. Every time you say he did it for himself You know partly he did it Because he wants to do good things People have a ratzine People have a ratzine to do good things I don't say that's their whole focus People have an inner ratzine I have to tell you a story I have to tell you a very very important story That happened in Kfar Hasidim. Very imp- This Gemara is very important Gemara This discussion with Yehuda who praises their action. Shri Vayerchai says they did it for themselves, Akiva. There's a very important discussion. Great to see you, Maish. Welcome home, Maish. There's a very important discussion. A very, very important discussion happened in Kfar Hasidim. In Kfar Hasidim once, the great Rebbe El Yalapian came to Yeshiva, and this was crazy, uncharacteristic. I believe there's a true story. And in the middle of Seder, everybody was learning. It's not so Pasha to interrupt Seder. People are in the middle of learning tire Not Pasha. Posh it at all. People are learning tired. Kfar Chassidim, the base medrash was blazing. People were hard learning. And in a shock, bang, it got quiet. In the middle of Seder. It didn't happen. It was like, very, in the middle of Seder, the great David, bang, it got quiet, Elio. Ruve what happened? The middle of saved. Could you imagine? Revello Lapian in the middle of saved a people are men and tired. Ruven Yana and hisvro others, big, big guns, are learning tyra. and Revelo Lapian, comes in and he disrupts and he saved. he makes and he says as follows: "I told you this mice It's beautiful mice, a shinena mice." Revela Lapian interrupted, understand Meishel, Revela Bittl Connect Talmud Tairus Kineget Kulam, Yerushalmi says Bittel Tairus Kulam. <laughs> From the worst Averis, <laughs> Mvatl, people are middle of Tyre, and yet <laughs> Clearly he had a lesson that he felt was not Bittel <laughs> Taira, that he has to teach. And he got quiet and he said to the chevra that I was walking to yeshiva and I saw two men fixing the road. They were working like they were shvitzing in the hot, blazing sun, and they were fixing the road. And he asked two men to explain what they're doing. He's a curious. Ba- Musa were very, very worldly. The opposite of the Bittal, the opposite of somebody said, it's a scam. No, no, they're doing stuff. Curious. Bali Musu were very, they studied the world. They were interested in Hashem's world. So he asked the two guys who were fixing, he stopped one, and he said, like what are you doing? He was curious, like, what's going on? One guy, like, I need Like, leave me alone. I have to work. And Oh, so, you know, I do what I'm told. Like, like, like bug off. Rebyad. That's what one guy said. The other guy said to Revolu Lapian that I, that, that he said, did you ever try to wheel a, a baby stroller over like a dirt? Did yet? My wife and I have gone on hikes, and we brought kids to different places. Did you ever try to wheel a stroller like through sand? It's like frustrating. It's like a labor. Just yeah. like you're like pushing this thing, and you try to pull. It's always better to pull than push. The push, mamish doesn't work. You go to the other side and you pull it. You, you're like dragging it through. Just visualize that scene. It's so annoying and frustrating. So the yid like visualize the scene of a of a mama pushing her precious child. And he said, I make a road and I'm making a nice neat road. She could wheel her child comfortably down the street. Wow. That's what the that's what this yid told the Velulapian. And Lapidian was and He said two people are busting it in the heat, and one guy is thinking about Chesed. Of course, he wants panasa. I promise, he wants panasa. But we're humans, also. We also want to do it. We have many ways we can make panasa. Mm-hmm. And the yid felt good that he makes roads for people, and people can get by. Yishmak. And another guy wasn't thinking about that. And Revali Lapian said, two guys doing the exact same thing, but one is like he has a machshava taiva. He has a good machshava to help people. He has a good machshava to help people." And he said they're doing the exact same pula and it's like a different world because of machshava taiva. The power of a good thought. And he interrupted, saying, "He had come to Yeshiva, and he wanted the have You're all learning. You're doing a lot of good stuff. A good machshava. A good thought." The power of a good thought, of a sincere thought, the beautiful power of a sincere thought, the gorgeous power of a sincere thought. Abba told me, Abba was complaining that he's not davening well enough. I said, stop, pause for a second. I said, you want to daven better? He said, so badly. I said, you know how beautiful that is? Sincere thought, like, dude, do you, you have Like, stop. Boy. I was like, that's such a good point. I want to dive like He walked away with, live with that, take that, dance with that, hug that a little bit. Yes, mayor. Is there? You
1: spoke about this earlier at another muster. Is
2: there? A, is there really a person who wants something
1: so badly and he will do everything in his power to, to get that done? Like, is there a who Some
0: people, if they're cynical about good thoughts, if you're cynical about it and you don't care about it, you won't live with it. So, There's an art to appreciating a good thought and being happy. Oh, I discovered my rutzen. And Then people could start like building towards their rutsen. Figure out what's blocking me from my rutsen. But if in a world of cynicism, <clears throat> you want... One day, Mayor, your children, even in times of mistakes, are going to express profound want for good things. Celebrate it. When we're cynical, say, so you always say that. We crush a good thought. There's a value to a good thought. There's a value to Ratzin. Train them that you're getting in touch. Wow, that's so cool. It's cool to discover Ratzin. Revelli Lapian interrupted Seder there to describe this human being who has a good machshava, They're both schwitzing in the sun. It's a beautiful story. And he felt that they all should know the value. Look, bother Ray with the right machshavah. His two guys are both killing them. So, so sad. The nice machshava With a nice machshava. Nice I could tell you, Mayor, we could be busy. I have sometimes pressure to make calls, to return calls. The phone, I've been very weak with my phone the last few months. It's... I feel like I have to be present. I can't always. I grapple how much I should put into my phone. The last couple of months, I've been very weak with my phone. And now Even times you return, because you could do work, busy work, where you could do work, an opportunity. Chesed said for the Zulas, you could be present when you do things. Revan Lapian felt like one guy was so present. He was building roads, such a beautiful activity. He was present to the activity he was doing. Rabbi Yehuda said they built bathhouses. And of course, by the way, Rabbi Shcherbari Yechai wouldn't say if they built bathhouses, Narvas, how, how present were they to the pool? I don't know if he would rate that. And of course the more present you are to it, the better. In terms of gratitude if somebody's your waiter, I assume I have a right, I'm, I'm not going to argue, Rabbi Yehuda, I have no right to I'm trying to study Rabbi Shurrei Yechai. My Rai is not saying, he's not just saying they didn't do Lashem Shemaim as he spoke too much out. He just said it, they did it selfishly, so then bathhouses, they wanted to wash. Just saying, we know what selfish is. He turned it into negative. He said bridges to take Mechas. They weren't building bridges. You saw bridges being built, they weren't building bridges, they were stealing your money. They weren't make if they were making bathhouses and they were trying to wash themselves to say this. So within that shalai lishma, you could be lishma also. They were trying to do idon. They were trying to. They were thinking about Averis. and uh, they were thinking about crazy Averis that go on there. When they when they were making marketplaces, they were thinking about Zionists. They weren't busy with marketplaces bechlau, like like naftali worded it. Halach Yudah Ben-Gerim. Fascinating conversation. Fascinating, fascinating conversation. Tremendous lesson, by the way. The takeaway for me, I wouldn't take away in gratitude that we don't owe somebody gratitude if they don't do it L'Shem Shemayim. I would take away that if you're building a bridge, focus on building a bridge. Wow. And ask yourself, am I building bridges or am I taking taxes if you 're building a bridge do build a bridge a guy in camp's a counselor be a counselor you 're refing a game ref the game not to me you 're shame shamayim. i 'm doing it so the kids have the best time, but at least I was hired to ref a game so it's such a good zach to ref games you 're doing it for your paycheck to say that if you make fifty cents it 's still money. But ref the game, Chach, like, you took on a mission to ref games, be a good ref, ref the game, ref the game, but mamish, ref the game, but without other agendas, I feel that you're being paid to ref the game, and you say, maybe I want the money, but say, but I want the money for what, to ref the game, that's what I say, building bridges, you, you did it L'Shem Shemayin, you want to be paid, but to pay to what, to build, so, build, so then be, a big, be a bridge builder, I'm not talking about how much lishma, how much you thought about the guy. you you're made to hire roads. Let me be a road builder. Let me get smack zone in. I make, what's a road? A road's that thing that makes the lady car- doing the carriage go easier. And I'm busy making it sure she has such a good... Reveille Lapian was Nishtaymeh from the road builder who was busy building roads and focused on such. Comes Yehuda Ben-Gerim and Yehuda Ben-Gerim went... Besiper DeVrayim, he said over the story. It's interesting, not everything you hear you're supposed to say over. He said over Nishma Lomalchus and it got back to the government. Amru, the government said, word got back, I don't think Yudah ben did it on purpose, but Besiper DeVrayim, this private conversation, he was Mepharsim, he publicized this private conversation. The Malchus heard about it. Amru. The Malchus said as follows: Yehuda Sheila, Yehuda that praised us, we will have an Eloi, We're going to give him a raise. We're going to give him. A... That's why he was called the Reish Shamdabrim. They made him whenever Yidin he gather. He's speaking. He had good things to say about us. He praised us. We're raising a statue. We're going to make him big amongst the Yidden. Yaisi Shashasak Yaisi was quiet. Yigla with goes to Zipyri. I have a funny kasha. This, oh, this bothers me. I don't know pshat. He was quiet to Reb Yehuda. See, if he was quiet after Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi, Rabbi Yechai ripped them. It's funny, in the order of the story, it says Reb Yehuda speaks and praises them. Reb Yehuda was shasak, and Rabbi, Rabbi Yechai spoke up and ripped. What was the problem with his shtika? He was quiet to Rabbi, Rabbi Yechai. It says that he was quiet. He's going to Gullus. The way it words he was quiet is after Rabbi Yehuda spoke. It's funny, that quiet is not so... He didn't do it. Then quiet is excellent. Rabbi Yehuda praises Rabbi Yehuda He's going to Gullus. It sounds like he almost left like in between the uh, first and second time. Rabbi sure Yehuda
1: spoke and then
3: whoever was there was
0: left before he got to see the reaction. because Otherwise he'd be the same as Rabbi Yehuda. He agrees with what he's saying. Rabbi Yehuda stuck to his guns. Let's okay, assume, Rabbi That's, That's what I can't figure out. The order is, I'm confused on this. Reb Yehuda praises the Romans. Reb Yehissi shasak, Rabbi Yehuda argued. Reb shasak to to it's unclear who was was to. They're not mad he was shasak to Reb Yehuda, but they send them to Gaulus. You were quiet, you got a gullus, you didn't defend us. There was somebody ripping, but it's funny, it says the Shasak before Reb Shimon Yechai speaks. The problem with the Shetikah, Reb Shimon Yechai blasted the government, said that Rishon and Reb Yohisi Shasak, and it's funny, in the story, it says Reb Yehuda praises, Reb Yohisi was quiet, Reb Yechai... So... the because that he was he, this, he disagreed with him. Yeah. Says but Rabbi then, Barnett and this the Gemara Baba Kama, Chafalif, says another we're used to in Shah shtika, There's another type of shteka. The Gemara says mm-hmm. When you say something foolish you could be Shaisik also. <laughs> There's a shteka where you're just saying stupid. Says our the Shtika here was that type of Shtika. Al-Karchach, they sent him into Gullus. It wasn't mm-hmm. the Shtika of like Shtiga Kaid. He was Maskim. Reviewed the praise. Reb Yaisi was quiet. He was Maskim. The Shtika was a Shtika, and they knew that of Ashkukah Layashkach be of like, like really? <laughs> that was the Shtika that they observed. And the Shtika was the problem. And the Shtika to Reb Yehuda. Isn't the, I'm not saying you agree to the Rishamiman.
3: Why, is he, why is he off the than he, At least
0: he didn't say it. Was that was that too bad. They were happy. Chachi didn't want it. <laughs> Chachi didn't say it. That's you have to learn. There were two responses to Rebbe This wasn't the shtika of shtika kaidahs, they wouldn't have tapped him. Excellent. It was a shtika and very clearly of rolling your eye shtika. Please. That that was the shtika. Rebbe Yaisi Shasak, his response, not a not it, it if it was a shtika Kaida, I wouldn't report. Rab was Shasak, he spoke up. Rab Yaisi Shtika also was not the Shtika Kaida type of Shtika, otherwise they wouldn't have punished him. So Rab disagreed with the role of the eye. That was the Shtika. And Rabbi Shimben speaks up and knocks them. So they say, if Yehudu complimented us, we'll make him the Reish Amidabram. Rab Yaisi was Shasak, Yigla, going to Gulus. You're quiet and mock us. You didn't speak out, Chach, but he goes to Galus. Shimon Gina, Shimon who put us down. Yeharug, he's going. We're going to kill him. They decide that they're going to kill him Shur Ben Yachai for being Meganeh, for putting down the Romans and saying that their interests are negative things. We're going to kill him for speaking out against the Malchus. We're going to kill him. Yechai. who brey. Him and his son went Tashu Bejdrasia, and they hid in the base Medrash. They went to the base Medrash to hide from the Romans because they were looking to kill him. to be every single day his wife would bring him ripsa, bread, the de and a measurement of water, would bring for him and his son. Very interesting that it says he went to hide with his son. His son's life wasn't threatened. very interesting. Says Shagina Tashu midrasha. He brought his son to hide with him. His son wasn't threatened, he was threatened, but he brought his son to hide with him. And every day the wife would bring bread and a measurement of water, Vikarchi, and some leek, a vegetable. She would bring every day to feed them in the base mesh. They didn't go home, the Romans were looking for them. Kitakif Xerasa, the Xerra got starker. Things got more dangerous. Uh, Amar le'lebrei, who's hiding in the base of the sun, said, A lady's mind is callous. A lady's mind is callous. They may cause her pain. Um, yolan, and she'll reveal where we're hidden. Fascinates me what that means, daitam Kalais of Nashim. What does that mean? Nashim daitem kalis. Ladies are very intelligent. Ladies could do many tasks at once and balance many things. Men are built that they focus on one thing. Nashima, I'm amazed how many things my wife could do at once. I wonder, he says, since they're daitem kalis, they might reveal where we're hidden. I picture, I don't know I'm right. Ladies are very smart. They have Bina Yaseira. What is he saying? Daitem kalis? And she might reveal, if they paint her where we're hidden, a man, I could picture a man, I'm not telling. Boom! And he doesn't think about anything else. They could torture him, kill him, and he'll die, not telling. Ladies had many cheshbainas. She's doing many things at once. If they're torturing her and they threaten, we'll kill your whole city. She's like, oh my goodness, this, that, they cheshbain more things. So in the torture, it's possible, she'll say, she'll have more chesh on her mind. And he says, we better hide in a different place, because if they torture us, she might say, where we are hiding. They hid in a cave. They moved to a cave. So it says they hid twice. They first hid in the base medrash, then they hid in a cave. I suspect, in the Bar Chai song, we sing the famous stanza that we love in yeshiva. Bar yechay, my shav toiv yashavta. You dwelled in a very nice place. You dwelled. Bar yechay, my shav toiv yashavta. Oh, that you dwell in a nice place? Yoy nasta yoy mashaberachta. The day you were Nas, the day you ran away. What's that double Lashnel, yo? Nasta and Barakta. means the same thing. To be Nas is to run away. To be barach is to run away. What's the difference between Nas and Barak? No, somebody who said that? Barak, somebody's chasing you. To be Nas, you run away. Nobody's chasing you. Your barach is is a chaser. You could run because it's dangerous. A dangerous place, so you run. Barachta, somebody's chasing. It says, Yaym Nasta, Barachta is first you were Nas. That's when they win the base match. Yaimasha Meshe Barachta is when things got much tougher. The Xerah was much harsher. They were coming door to door. You proceed, they were Mamish on your tail. That's Yaimasha Meshe Barachta. And that day you went to the Arasurim. So they now hide there. Okay, I want to continue with the story, but I want to pause. I do want. I want that we have two guys that are gonna share. We do have two chevra that are gonna share of us. The hour is getting late. But Lina, we have a whole we have a whole day tomorrow to continue the story. I do want to ask, we have two chevra. We will continue to study this incredible story of Hashem Bar Yochai. We have two chevra that are gonna share on Oves today. The two guys are Dubi and Arya, did I get that right? So Arya, if you can come forward. Come Arya. I want to I wanna say how much Aryeh has added in Yesheva and I want to say that his comfortability his, I think it comes from a tremendous humility It's very hard to come to Yesheva new; it's very, very difficult and especially an older guy, Claire, did I learn here? Was I here? The comfortable way he's been here to come back, I think speaks a lot about his humility I think the shirish is humility that he's humble, it's always about others, always there to celebrate others, to encourage others. He's just tremendously humble. It's, we speak the Aaron Kaidish wasn't Typhus Makam. It says the Aaron Kaidish didn't take up space in the Kaidish Kadashim. There are people that are like Aaron the Kaidish, they're not Typhus Makam. You know that person that you're always stepping on their toes? Aye's are no toes, people such a nice, kind, caring person, who's just about the other person celebrating encouraging a tremendous, tremendous sweetness and kindness. There's a chen, l'anov mitin He has a tremendous chen. He's added a tremendous amount, Maritcha, being a mask in It's been a tremendous chos to have We feel lucky. Ah, Talking about one Ariya and another of comes in. It has to be Ashkocha. We're studying a Sugi of HaKoros And Rev. Weiss comes into yeshiva in the middle of a Sugi of HaKoros The gratitude that all of us owe and feel. All of, I could say what I feel. The gratitude to somebody who cares so much about yeshiva and is so there to help us all in so many ways. Thank you, Rev. for all that you do for us all. Thank you. I'm going to ask I introduced Arya. I, I know we're calling up people to introduce the speaker. I do want to. We are a little time pressured today, so without further ado, we'll hear from Arya Cohen. Um.
3: So I, I I learned this mishnah. I didn't see my what I, what I asked anywhere. So I'm just saying what I said. What I what I thought. And the cover think what I said. All right. So Rabbi Yisiver Yehuda. The, he's the, the person of the leader of this place Kfar Bally, says <laughs> if someone learns from from Kitanim, small like young youngsters small people um, what is he to what is he compared it says <laughs> he's compared to someone who eats unripe grapes and uh, drinks wine from the wine press, meaning that he drinks that the, the grapes weren't ripe yet, and he drinks wine that's not ready yet, which is not good yet. And then it says, someone who learns from, from elders, from Zekinim, what's he compared to? He says, he's compared to someone who eats ripe grapes and drinks uh, uh, aged wine. Meaning that, that he's, so he sounds like he's, uh, the, the saying that he's praising someone who, who learns from from Zucanum and and he's kind of saying that if you learn from Tatanim, there's something there's something wrong with it. So that it's like it's it's uh it's like unripe grapes and drinks wine from the wine press it means he's not ready yet. So he's saying like it's not it's not good to to learn from youngsters. So I was just thinking I had this Pasha like we, we learned like in the, in the first miss uh, of the fourth parag. Right. we learned really like we always hear this uh, is a Who's who's a It says a leiman Someone learns from everyone. So, so I'm saying. I, so now I felt like, what's a leiman Maybe it's maybe I have that wrong. Like a leiman means like not everyone, only from big people. Like what what's a leiman So I saw in like the and Arthur it says it says like a leiman means like a filu I mean, even like people smaller than them and like it's, he's straight up saying that a leiman really means you can learn from everyone. Like, so what's our mission of saying that? That you, if you learn from, from young people, from from young people, smaller people, then that it's it's not it's not good, right? And you it's only good to learn from old elders, right? So even in the there's a Rabbi argues with him with this with uh, with our Tana and says that Al don't don't judge by the by the bottle. Just just check out, judge what's in it. And he, he says it could be like a, a new bottle with old wine and a wine uh, old bottle with, with uh, new wine. So it sounds like he's, he's saying don't judge, but it he, he sounds like he's, even, he's saying also that there could be people you shouldn't learn from. But it could be like, an, uh, like a, someone who looks good, but, but, it, but it's like it's, it's, he's really new wine, meaning that there's, there still is, even according to Rebbe who, who argues, it sounds like there are still people you shouldn't learn from. So what's, what's our mission of saying? Why is, that, how, why is he arguing? It seemingly to me it sounded like he was arguing with the mission that you could learn from everyone um so i was thinking i'm not sure i just thought of this, this chat. and i looked around and really see anywhere but the question or the answer but so um i was saying that our mission over here seems to be like, like talking about like when you when you're learning terror like it's saying like, like a person who learns as a child what's he what's he compared to then it says like what person who learns as a second what's he what's he compared to and says all different stuff. Then the mission says our thing. So I was thinking that the mission was probably maybe is, it's saying like uh, it's giving a like who who you should learn like you learn Torah who should be like your main like rabbi. So it says that eleven katanim, someone who learns from Katanim And while says another case right, it's saying that you uh, if you like your main rabbi is like a young person, it's like you're eating unripe grapes and drink wine. So the the says over there that. The, the reason why what why why is he saying this comparison what is this like unripe grapes and the and the uh, that's not ready yet it seems like he's saying that the the if you're learning from a youngster like it's like the, his all his questions are not like settled yet he didn't like fully learn it it's not not everything's clarified it's not like fully him yet he didn't like fully fully um fully get like the whole thing so he's not really giving you over he's just giving you something that's like half big it's not like, he's, it's not fully him yet but then he says if you're learning from Zacchaeus, it's like it's like uh ripe ripe grapes and and an old wine. I mean, this guy, he this this, Zucking that you learn from is, he fully went through it, fully went through him all the questions, he had all the questions, he had all the answers, like, he could see how it fit, fit with him, how he holds everything, and then, then now you can learn from him because that's like, that's fully, his, what he's telling you is fully developed. He fully went through everything he said. And the Rebbe, who who argues him, it doesn't. he's not like arguing and saying that you, uh, really that everyone is, you should learn from everyone and everyone's good. He's just saying that isn't the Matias of like the, the he's saying a Zuckin a zucchini is for sure good and and a katan uh, is for sure for sure not good. He's saying he's, no, there could just even be a katan. Someone who's younger who just he fully went through all this. He fully questioned everything and he fully fully made made sure the, the thing fully resonated with him first. And there could be a Zucking that 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 thought is didn't fully go through it. But he, he sounds like he's also saying that they you're supposed to just learn. He's teaching us like a lesson. You're supposed to learn. Make sure the person like you're learning your Rebbe, is from is someone who actually went through the whole, went through everything, make sure it resonated with him. He had all the questions and all the answers. And that, that's a person you should learn from. You.
0: Are you beautiful? One of, the, one of the marks of a, of a Ben-Tyro learns here is that there's a sophistication that we see of somebody who's worked through... There's a great sophistication to somebody who's worked through challenges. The Gemara we'll learn about Roshim Ben-Yechai speaks about that the greatness he achieved is overcoming difficulties. Ashrecha, sharisani, Bikah, We didn't get up to this, to this part yet. There's a tremendous beauty and depth somebody who worked through and has worked through. <clears throat> Anybody who's watched Duby's career in yeshiva is a sophisticated ben tair. He's delightful and somebody who's really thought about life is he, he, I, he sat for a long time by, by, by Rabbi Musniki Shirem Rabbi Shapiro Shiram, somebody who's really thought through a lot and with tremendous, tremendous pride in the ben that Duby is please come up and share on Abbas <laughs>
1: So I wasn't... I was going to speak about a certain thing we talked about with Rabbi Shapiro and Sheer. The question, but I was reading the first parak this morning and this caught my eye and I thought it was just like a really... Something that we all know we were... It's like like a very basic... Not basic, but like something that everyone talks about. We've all done like a project in first grade, whatever it is, you know? Um, But it's almost like overlooked, like, we don't, I don't think people hear it enough and, like, hear, like, the full, like, uh, extent to it. It says, in the first parak, it says, uh, Yosib ben Yochanan, Esh Yushalayim, Omer, Yehi Vescha, Pasuch, Ler Vachav, Yehu Anayim Bnei Vescha. ben Yochanan, leader of Yushalayim, says, Let your house be open wide, and paupers should be members of your household. Um, and do not converse successfully with the women you say with regard to one's wife how much more um, so it's a little weird it says like open your house wide like what does that mean like like open your door like a creek or like open your door like the full thing like what exactly does that mean open your house wide so it says Open your house wide. <laughs> Let your house be open wide. So it says, we learned from this that it means to make your house, make it like Avram's house. Right, we all made that project. It's like four doors, the tent, whatever. It's like really cute. Um, but one thing, it's like, it's like yeah, you know, we, we want to have all these people um, come in from different sides. Very nice. You know, you shouldn't have to walk around the house get to come in from whatever angle you're coming from but another thing that's i think overlooked is they can leave from anywhere also and it's that it's not just like okay we're welcoming you from any side it's you can now leave from any side it's like it's it's the same thing like oh we don't we don't want to embarrass the people you know we you you leave food by their door you don't you don't knock you know there's that's that's a big thing but it's like to to have that idea where it's like okay i'm gonna I'm gonna bring someone into my house i'm gonna give them food i'm gonna let them rest I'm gonna uh, give them drink, and then rather than walking them out the front door, I'm gonna bring them to the back of my house I'm gonna hide them from the public, and like like that's like uh, it, the loftiness like the, that's like crazy to me to to be able to be so sensitive. And to be so, like, aware of someone's, uh, to be so aware of just someone's, like, feelings and, like, like, okay, you're not only helping them out, like, you're gonna help them, like, hide and, like, that, that was just, like, a really, really cool thing that I read and, yeah, I wanted to share that. Like that, and end like that. Talking it's about, actually. yeah. Started off with the poor people and ends with the woman. What Shaka?
0: Yeah, sure Aside from the finish that it says at the end, you to talk to your wife. Is that Duba? You're saying the leaving from every side is you're letting him slip out. He letting him slip out. You're, you're not. not. You're you're providing like care for them, and then you're also
1: then being sensitive to the idea that they don't necessarily want people to, like. It's a certain sensitivity, It's like a level. Of... Yeah, I like it. Oh, cool.
0: It's very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. You're picturing all the entrance, not just he gets in easier, he exits to, from from the place he doesn't want people to see him. So each guy has this, all these four exits, not just that he's invited in, he has a way out in a way that nobody can see. Fast. Thank you, Dubi. Thank you. It's yeah. It's it's been such a it's been such an exhilarating project. Hearing guys learn the Mishnayos, Aryeh, and Aldubi and each guy has been like pr- exactly what Rai Shapiro spoke to us on Shabbos. People studying Torah, it has a lot to do with what Aryeh spoke about the studying of zekanim But people studying Torah and sharing with us how a mission hit them, their kasha, their idea that's hit them about the mission—it's been exhilarating. So, thank you both for sharing. Who was sharing tomorrow? Can the chevra remind me? Shragi Shragi, Pinet, Shragi Pinet was one, and who was the other one? Shlomo Guri. That might be in Baltimore. It might be. We have to figure out. Stay tuned to where. Where? Would you share now? Would it be possible? Could you share with the will now or we should wait for tonight, which is well, that's, what awesome oh, Nasmet you, you're perfect 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 perfect. I wanted to welcome I wanted to, I wanted to thank a lot Ray Barnett's here. I wanted to thank you very very much for being here The Barnett mishpacha, besides for all, besides for being incredible guys in yeshiva, I want to say the closeness of the brothers, watching the brothers band and the closeness is, has been tremendously, tremendously precious to see the band of the brothers. Manoim, sheves achim gam Rabbi Barnett should continue to see precious, precious nachas from all his precious sons. It's our honor, Rev. Aryeh Weiss has joined us, and we're always to hear beautiful divrei So without further ado, I won't ask about because we're going to get to volleyball soon, I won't have somebody introduce Arie, Rev. Aryeh, but it's ours to hear the Teira from Rev. Aryeh.
2: Zeker maar brachers. Zijn we I want to share shivadoylam just two um, two thoughts, but really two thoughts about when we're dancing and singing tonight. Two thoughts to think about. One from Barabbas Kiva. One. What about Rishon Baruchai? Which one should we? Should we start with the Rebbe of the, Tal- the, Rebbe of the Talmud? The Rebbe. Start with the rabbi. So the, the Rambam, the Rambam, the end of um, Halchos Mitzvayis. So sometimes the Rambam, the, the Rambam in general is saying Halachas, and at the end, sometimes I go add in like a thought. At the end of Mitzvayis, the Rambam says that the, the ideas of, of Tum and Tahara, ideas, we, it's, it's there's a cause we don't understand why certain things make us Tum and Tahara. A mikvah works? Why you can go in? But he says that just like by a mikvah, someone who's tameh, he goes in, comes out. Something happened. That now a he's tahar. Somebody wants to ask your Moshe "What's this idea of going to a mikvah?" But what's the idea of going to a mikvah nowadays? There's no tameh tahar anyways. So he said, listen, all I know is that if a guy can go into a mikvah and come out a yid, then certainly when a yid goes into a mikvah, he could come out a better person. It, it works. It does something. He wasn't a yid before. He, walks he wasn't. Now he's a yid. So the Ramam adds, so too, in our thoughts, in our thoughts, we started, like, something. we use that word, tummy. Like we have tamay, takah, thoughts. Khalisar was in, on the 49th level of Tumah. So too, when you go to, to Hashem, it works the same way. You go into the mikvah, you come out, and you're, you're Tahar. What do you actually do? Nothing, it just works. It just works. And why is he comparing these two? One has to do with Tumah, touching things that are inappropriate. One has to do with your thoughts. So there's a there's a famous Ur on this, on this Rambam. He says like this. We know like, when it comes to Averis, Averis, you're held accountable for if you did something wrong. Someone's an anus, he doesn't know anything about the halacha, Or he's, he did it by mistakes. There's no, there's no carbon, there's nothing you can do. As opposed to when it comes to Tumma, somebody touches something that's a dead body. It's not, it's, it's not your fault, you didn't do anything wrong. But the might you touched the body. A woman has a child. After the child, she's tummy. She says, did I do something wrong? You did absolutely mm-hmm. nothing wrong. But you're tummy. It says thoughts are like that also. In the sense that <coughs> when we have thoughts or different ideas that go in our head, it has nothing to do with it. you did anything wrong. But mm-hmm. well, the mindset, they make you tummy. Like the Rebbe Khan on, Rebbe Khan Wasser, like, famously would say that let say a guy opens up a chumash, and it says, Beyad with a strong hand, Hashem took us out of Oh, The Possek says, Hashem has a hand, so I want to I experience Hashem's hand. And he doesn't know that after that, we say every day, when one of the things we believe in is Hashem doesn't have a body. But in the stone chumash, he read, it has Hashem's head, hand. He did nothing wrong, actually. What he did wrong is he read the chumash. So Rabbi Chodna Muasem, the way he touched it was, Nebuch is also an apikairis. It's not his fault, but like he just believes in the wrong type of God. He thinks God has a body. He didn't do anything wrong, but he's still stuck like in this. But the maila is, is it just the same way that he thoughts affect us. My Shlomo on Shabbos had a bunch of guys over, came for kiddush and they, they, they stayed for the meal. Um, my Shlomo, relaxed. Matt Levin, Batsal Levin. And I'm, I'm saying this because guys should know if they come, they could, they could crash. My wife asked me, did you tell the guys that they could crash? I said, no, but they might have heard a story about it. <laughs> <laughs> you come over, you could crash. And my, my Shlomo, I, I don't know where he where he, his Rebbe got it from. His Rebbe said that on, on Lag Baimur, all your uh, veyras go away. That's okay. You don't argue with the seven-year-old. And so his Rebbe told him, I don't think he was mixing up A different holiday But that's what he heard (laughs) But he asked He asked me then He asked at the table I understand Let's say it's not Let's say it's not like But let's say it's Yom Kippur Yom Kippur All your arveras go away So he he asked So why isn't arveras so bad? Anyways it goes away But they wait a little It's a good question Like what's This true Like what's the big deal Why is like everyone Making such a big deal about Good question for a 7 year old Mm-hmm. Left it as a question. It's so good. Like, I like my kids to know. Like, it's good to have questions. The idea is like, even if you, even if, it, whether well, it's maybe. Let's go with Lag Let's see. Lag BaOmer gives Machapr all the Rav Let's go. with Shlomo Wise, is Rebbe said, that's what we're going to go with. Yeah? We'll go with it tonight. All our various are going to be Chaper. Starting tomorrow, we have a clean slate. It's still. End of the day, though, I'm still somebody who's distanced from Hashem. I have all these kinds of these thoughts and ideas going in my head that puts me in a different direction. And just like the thoughts come, it's not your fault. Hashem makes it so easy, though, for the thoughts to go away. Just like by Tomah, you, you pick it up whether you want to or not, you go into a mikvah. it doesn't matter what, you don't need grace to chew, you don't need vidoy, you don't need azivas sachet, charata, you go into the mikvah, you come out, you're tahar. That's it. And who tells us this? Rabbi Kiva tells us, Ashrei Chaim Yisrael, that ma mikvah hametaris <laughs> atzmeim, just like a mikvah, you go into it, it's metaris Afa kadish Kadosh Roshu metaris Yisrael. It's based on a pasuk in Yirmiyah. It's a, a, a last mishnah in, in Yuma we give a thing like we're, we're blessed we're praised that we have Hashem that we don't we don't have to work so hard you just go just like when you jump in the mikvah you come out you're tahar boom so do we have a we have a that's v'tahar it means like sometimes we're like Ugh, I have all these crazy thoughts I just want to get them out of my head I'm like I'm obsessed with how I'm going to support my family I have all kinds of things I was exposed to I can't get them out of my head how do I and we keep and Ash- Ash- there's a Kayach out there. Just, you got to jump into the, into the mikvah of the Rabbani Shalim. We say these words, but what does it actually mean? What does it mean that just like a mikvah is a person, so too, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Yisrael. Okay, so how do I... Okay. Even the, you have to go in the mikvah. What's the equivalent? Like what's the... Mm-hmm. What does it mean that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is I was thinking, I don't have a right, I don't know much, that... There's a couple rules by a mikvah. The basics are is that for in order for a mikvah to work, you have to go all the way in. If one finger sticking out it doesn't work, That's, so as easy as it is, and we make it so simple, just jump in. Everybody knows, like if you watch the briskers in, in the mid Friday afternoon, you're supposed to go in seven times. So the briskers, they stick their finger in and out seven times, because that's like going in and out. Like if you have one finger out, it's like your whole body's out. So you watch them. They do the click like that, like right. Really, really seen it. <laughs> rarely, maybe really's done it. <laughs> and also, like if you have any chatzitsa, you have, you have anything blocking you, you, have like dirt on you, any dirt on you, it's also like the mikvah doesn't work. But I think it what it is is that you just need a moment where in that moment you're one with the Rabbi There's no separation between me and the Rabbi Yishleil. I feel my Hashem wants a heart. For that moment, Hashem has my heart. And I, and I say, all I want, uh, Yishleil, all I want in life is to be close to you. All I want to be is a good yid. In that moment, that moment you're fully in, I think I think that's what it means when Rekiva is telling us, <laughs> And with that, the like, takes away all the takes away all that toma I, I still wonder. Like, you ever, you ever watch people count Sfira You see with Kavana Like, uh, what are they thinking? Like, what's this big Kavana that they're, they're just saying the bracha? today is the. What's what's like, what are you squeezing your head about a number? Like, what's the, what's in, what is it? Okay, so there's Sfarim that like, talk about all the, everything that's going, they like, they know all those things. And I've seen about like, even just like one Kavana, of like, we know during the days of Sphira, we're working on getting the the Tumah out from, from, from the triumph and from the world. Just one moment of, I just want to be one with Hashem. And with that, everything just happens. All the Sviras, chesed, feris, whatever whatever's going on that day, just happened to you, and just the moment of when they're counting, just to think. Okay, if you could, learn, if you could learn all the gavanas would be great, but just to think, I'm one with Hashem. Hashem, I just want to be close to you, and in that moment, it just happens. To you. The kedusha comes to you. Just keep doing that. Rabbi Yishla makes it easier. We're like we're blessed. That's one thought of BeKiva. We're gonna dance to those words because that's just. Hashem mm-hmm. should be metarahs, and is, he makes it easy for us. About his Talmud, Rav Shimon, So, everyone, I'm sure Rebbe I wasn't here, but I'm sure Ravi was learning Shav Islam. Give all the story of Laghbah. Anyway, I want to go to a different Gemara And, and, and Barach Islam at hey will try to be quick, I know, I know it's late. I think it really brings out who, why is There's so many. Hanoim and the like, why Remeir was huge, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva is his Rebbe. Why isn't there a day for Rabbi Kiva? What's so great, like, why is Reb Shimon very high so Negea to me? So I'm going to tell you Gemara in, in, in Brach Islam Hey. Maybe later I'll we'll, we'll, we'll learn with some guys, but just I'll paraphrase it for now. The Gemara starts off, Vasafta de Ganacha. You say every day in Kriyoshma, Vasafta de Ganacha, you should go out and you should collect the greens out in the fields. Go work Be, be productive be, Get out there And, and work the land But it also says You have to be in the base medrash all day So how could you be in the base medrash all day And also be in the farm So Rabbi Shmuel gives Find something in the middle <coughs> Half a day like that Half a day you're in the farm And the Shreem Ba'ichai says I understand If you're on the farm all day like What's going to be with Taira? Taira Matehei alo. So That's statement. Taira hei alo. So what's gonna be with the work? Other people will do it. It's a very funny gemara. like it's like a, it's a conversation I had with my parents. Like when, after I, I after I got married, I learned in her Israel for a year. My my parents are both professional. My father's a doctor, my mother's a pharmacist, and they said, Okay, you learned for a year, now you gotta you gotta be responsible. Takes a lot to support a family. Yontev is expensive. You gotta get going to bid it. We're supporting you for one year, and that's and that's it. One year. And my answer to them was, yeah, but I need to have learning the Torah part of my house, and I want to establish a house full of that's that's focused on Torah mitzvah kadusha. And their aunt, they say back to me, yeah, but you need to, you know, how hard it is to find a job that supports your family, and I, It's a conversation where you're not talking to each other. They're talking about one. And everyone's right. Everyone's right in the conversation. They're right. How how are you going to... A guy's in third year base medish. He's he's completely irresponsible. But he's doing exactly what he should be doing if he cares about life. Which one is it? It it depends which, which world you're living in. And the conversation when the father and the son are arguing about going to college or staying in base medish. The father's not wrong. Everything he's saying is true. You need to support your family. They can't it. and this is what you need. And the, and the boys saying, "Yeah, but I need to become a tamaha." That's what's like that's what's going on in this in this It reminds me a few weeks ago I was with Rebbe Shabbos and they had like a question and answer panel and they would they would ask Rebbe a question he would answer a different like a, a, a whole, like, totally completely different question <laughs> but of course smooth like wonder like how do you, how do you get away with that like, that's that's like this gemara Rabbi, Rabbi says to the and Shemagai says what's going to be with Torah. But the question—it says you need to work and 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 make money. And like it, it just—it doesn't answer the question. And the Gemara continues, and Rabbi Shimon Bar says you go and learn, and your work will be done by the guy. The guy will do your work, and you'll, your field will be taken care of. And the Gemara very interesting. The Gemara and continues and says is that the mice. A lot of people try to do like Rabbi Shimon to only only learn all day. The work will come from somebody else and it didn't go. And a lot of people did like Rabbi Small, more balanced. Half day, half day work, half day learn. And that was there were more matzliach like that. The Nabishad to talk about it means it's not it's not for everybody to do it. But what I took out from this though is Rabbi Bishar is telling us, he's telling Giddin, is like, stop getting stuck by boundaries and rules. Now, maybe the Gemara, the Gemara says that not everybody could say, I'm going to, I'm going to learn all day. and Let's say a guy hey, wants to uh, My job, I'm still not even going to work from 9 to 6. Every day I come into the office at 9 to 6. I want to learn a little more. I want to go in at 10. So everyone who speaks is, well, that's irresponsible. How do you know the workers are going to do it? You need to open, the, you need to open it up. Hiring a manager is not the same as you. And everybody's like, I'll be fine. I'll go learn and it'll be fine. And he asks, like, what's the right thing to do? And if you ask a business professional, I'll tell you, you know, The workers need to see that you're there, because they'll never work as hard as us. And they're, they're right. If the boss isn't there, the workers. But he says, okay, but how am I ever going to know? How am I ever going to finish shots if I'm in, if I'm in the bakery? If I'm in, in the office all day? If I'm. And says, like, do what's right and stop getting stuck with all these rules that people are telling you. All these, the way this is how life works. This, if you don't do this, you're not going to be. They'll never be successful. There's a part of a, a part of us, like if we want to be a shim by a chay, told like a kavanah, a kavana that the svarim bring down to have by spirits, so That for that minute, the only thing I want in my heart is is to be close to Hashem. So a person could say that it's like me, like I'm not shy to like a kavana like that. Like, I, like the things that go on to my mind the, the, the thoughts that I have, the things that I do, for me to honestly say that. All I want to do is be close to Hashem. And Rishim Achai would say, stop, stop giving yourself boundaries. Stop being, saying, I'm stuck in this hole. Stop saying, like a guy like me, how I, how am I ever going to get a healthy girl from a good family? You know what I've been through? You know what I've, uh, what I've gone through? There's no way a healthy, normal girl from a good family. And he, I'll give you 10 reasons why. And they all make sense. And Rishim Rechaia says, stop being stuck with all these chashboi with all these rules that you make up. You do the right thing and you can... You can do anything. Things will happen by themselves. You can't live your entire life like that. But there has to be like there has to be an aspect in our life, or aspects in our life. We're like we break the rules of society. It sounds funny. I'm coming to Waterbury to tell you like a chiddush that we're going to break the rules of society. But what I mean by that is, it's like stop getting stuck with how life has to be lived and who who can be you can only be successful if. No, anyone can be successful. At any, at any point. That's what Reb is saying. We're, we're above that. We're connected to Hashem. Like when you're connected to Hashem, you're. Even like Rabbi Chai goes in a cave. If I was in a cave, stuck in a cave, I'd say, you know what? Hashem probably is not interested in me. Put me in a cave. Rabbi Chai goes to his Rabbi Rabbi Kiva. He was in jail. He's not allowed to teach Torah. Gemara Psachem says, he started fighting with him. You need to teach me Torah. If I was in such a situation, i say, Hashem probably doesn't want me to learn now fine she says, no it can't be like i don't care i need to learn i'm with my son i need to grow i am in the worst situation i'm in a cave my rebbe's in jail i don't care like that that's not going to stop me and anyone else would whisper don't you think the rabbi is really interested in your learning now i think he really, he really wants you to grow look where he put you and she says i don't stop putting me in a box and telling me that or that i'm limited by my situation she says i can do anything Telling me that if I don't work, I'm not gonna, have, I'm not gonna, if I don't work exactly the way the world tells me to work, then you're never gonna be successful. He's like, no, and if I don't follow that the, the path that everybody else is telling me, like, it's I, I think that's like that's why it has to be every one of our Rebbe. You could choose different, different Tanoim and Maroyim that you want to choose, like, oh, that's my mahalach, but every yid has to have like an aspect in them that Rosh is my Rebbe. I'm not limited by. I can, I can go, I can go out of these. What's going to be? How it's going to happen? Everyone's telling me it's not. It's, it's fine. I'm i I'm a yid. The Rebbein Shlum can do anything. And part of being a, a, a Talmud B'shim Beiachai is the chab And we're, we're dancing tonight, and we're trying to get close. The middle Rebbe, the middle Rebbe the second. The Rebbe talks about what it means to come close to tzaddikim and go to kfarim. Mean, there's a whole a fascinating piece, and there are five things that go on when you go to the cave of tzadik. And one of the things he talks about, tzaddikim are alive, tzaddikim be nikru even when they're, they're not alive, they're still alive, we can still become a Talmud in theirs. We can learn from them, I can learn by this, I can learn by this tzaddik. What it means is like, when we're dancing with Yerushim Baychay tonight, we're trying to become, we're trying to get this lesson from him. Stop limiting yourself, stop putting boundaries around yourself. This, we're limitless. That's what it means to be, that's what it means to be, what it means to be a kid. My grandfather, end with this. My grandfather came to America after the war. He lost, his, he lost his parents. He lost his wife. He lost two kids. He didn't speak English. If somebody would have told him that in 20 years from now, you're going to have a successful business, you're going to, have a, you're going to be in a beautiful city. He built a mikvah LA. He started, he, was, he started elementary school when he passed away. They lined up the streets in Los Angeles, on La Brea. They closed down the streets. 500 little boys, 500 little girls stood on the side of the street. And his his coffin passed it. If we would have told him in nineteen forty, in the 1940s that one day this is going to be, it's not what really thought. I'm broken. I have nothing. I don't speak the language. I've lost every single. You're going to have a successful business. You're going to have a gorgeous family, B'nai Torah that are really, and you're going to and you're going to create schools. And but it's not possible. It is possible. How? Because we're not limited. We're not limited by. A guy is. If I went through trauma and I went through terrible things, that's it. I'm stuck. I can't get past it. I'm angry. I have rage, and that's it. I can't. Get, but a yid, yid could flourish, and that's what it means for us to be a talmud. of we should be zeicha. That the tahara of Rebbe Kiva. This this belief of that we can do anything, with Shemba should should come with us, should come up with with the dancing, with the singing tonight, and with that, we should be zeichet, to come closer and closer to the Ravenish level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Gym, is that the mascara It's now four thirty. Mincha will take place at six forty. Dailum's invited, it's sheer again, sheer. The Bible is taking place in the gym. If we could rush You have been listening to a Sheer from Shasilluminated.org. For other Sheer on many topics or to hear an Ion shear on any dafin shas, including my armakimus on each sheer